Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. Can you believe these animals? What the hell's happening to this country? On 93 WIBC. I'm speaking of Nine Inch Nails. I see what you did there. Uh, my name is Nigel Hammers here, uh, about to go live with Wish TV and Randall Newsom, and we're both supposed to talk about the Colts game, right? And you're going to talk about the game, and I think I'm talking about like a marriage proposal that happened in between quarters. But I think I'm going to try to work in uh, a Fetterman reference because they <laughs> see if, it, if if you're driving home or you got us DVR there, um, uh, DVR the show from four to five every day on Wish TV. It's called All Indiana. All Indiana, and I think I'm going to try to get in the Eagles. So much better than the Eagles. So, Big goofy gonna, Fetterman. <laughs> I'm going to try to get one of those subtle Fetterman references in there to see if I can um, see if I can fool anybody. You get that on television, I'll buy you a beer. Okay. Deal. Right, we'll see if we can get it tomorrow. Again, every day about four forty-five, four forty-eight-ish. Whenever we go to commercial break here, uh, we do a TV version of "Is This Anything?" It's a really short edition, and uh, <laughs> the challenge is on for Big Nige today. Uh, so Joe Biden uh, did the annual tradition of pardoning a turkey before Thanksgiving, like right out on the uh, White House lawn, right? But in another annual tradition. Joe Biden made it really, really, really weird. <laughs> I would say that's a daily tradition. <laughs> Making <laughs> things <laughs> weird. Uh, so we're going to play some audio for you. Now, keep in mind, Joe Biden's up there. You know, it's in front of the White House. There's a turkey. There's the guy from the turkey company. And he asks the turkey guy how many turkeys that they've made. And then he makes some sort of nonsensical joke about other countries. He gives us... Uh, anyway, at some point, we get an anyway, and then he tries to interview the turkey live. Take a listen. How, how many turkeys you got down there? God love you. Nine and a half million turkeys. I tell you what, that's like some of the countries I've been to. What's that mean? The, anyway, do you want to talk? <laughs> he puts the microphone in front of the turkey, goes, you want to talk? Is that what that was? And nobody laughs and nobody looks at him. They just, they think this is normal behavior from Joe Biden, which that, it probably is. What did that mean? He said nine and a half million turkeys. I've been to some countries. What did that, what was he referencing? I have no idea, Nigel. Was he actually re- referencing the population of Turkey? You're asking me to try to make sense of Joe Biden talking to a turkey. I've got nothing for you right now. Like, I got nothing for this conversation. An old man who lost his fastball a long time ago has got a microphone up to a turkey, and then he's speaking gibberish. I've got no answers. I've got nothing. But this does take us to great moments in, anyway, history with Joe Biden. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway, <laughs> great moments in anyway, anyway, history. Uh, the vice president, one Kamala Harris, she loves the word significance. Hot damn, she loves the word significance. She loves that word more than she loves school buses. She loves that word more than anything else. School buses. 
So she was speaking in Thailand. And I want you to listen to this soundbite here. From Kamala Harris, listen for how many times you hear the word significance or significant. This is my third trip to the Indo-Pacific region as vice president and really um, signifies the significance of the relationship between the United States and our allies and partners in this region. Uh, The discussions that we had included, um, in large part, a discussion about the significance of the climate crisis and what we can do as the United States to be a leader in that regard. I did. I took three drinks. Did I have it wrong, or is it four? Quote: This signifies the significance of the U.S. allies. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Kamala. Um, which this takes us to great moments in significance speech history oh, from Kamala wow. Harris. And if you didn't drink all your beverage that round, right, I got it right here. Take a sip every time she says the word significance in this separate speech. Talking about the significance of the passage of time. <laughs> Right, the significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance (laughs) to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. Well said, Kamala. Well said. I could not have said that better myself. I got a tiny buzz from that. (laughs) My beer here. Um, I think we're going to need some mood music for this next story. Hit me with some mood music here. USA, Wales. USA was leading for a long time, but then Wales took the lead and it ended in a tie. And, okay, so that's a draw, so... Are they still so they're in group play, I guess, or whatever? Right. And then they play England this Friday. I don't know what time yet. So it's USA England. That's coming up um, next for the uh team USA. Now Qatar, or how do you say it? Is it Qatar or is it Qatar? I've been hearing both. I just say Qatar. I don't care. So Qatar is the uh, place where this tournament's taking place, and <laughs> the FIFA president the guy that oversees all of the uh, the soccer organization, yeah, the whole organization, yeah, says a- that Americans are being hypocrites about their country in Qatar. FIFA told players not to wear pro LGBTQ or One Love armbands. Oh yeah, because yeah. then they could get a yellow card and they could face uh, having their you captain get, status stripped well, away. Not only that, you take them off. You could ban them from the uh, the stadium, ban them from the team. It's been a nightmare since it's been over there. You're not supposed to drink beer. You're not supposed to bump uglies. And now you can't have any sort of protest, even though Team USA, not on their uniforms, but on like their practice facility, they've got like the rainbow logo up of yeah, Team uh, USA. Of course, human, uh, egregious human rights violations, especially when you're talking about the, uh, the, the migrants that built that facility and the facilities around Qatar. 6,500 dead. One died a day. I think they're uh, immigrating from Nepal. Just just hor- horrific conditions. And uh, trust me, you want to talk about oppress- oppression. I mean, they don't like the gays there no. at all. Or no. the Jews. Nope. It's... Usually, if you put the word the in front of yeah. somebody, <laughs> Qatar doesn't like them. Yeah, they don't. I mean, you'll go to jail. I mean, it's banned completely. I mean, so, so here's... FIFA, the president, Infanito, Infantito, Infantito, Rico Suave. (laughs) He blames the U.S. and calls us all hypocrites for everything going on. 
I think for what we Europeans have been doing in the last 3,000 years around the world, we should be apologizing for the next 3,000 years before starting to give moral lessons. This moral lesson giving, one-sided, it's just hypocrisy. Uh, yeah, well, that's what the Qatar is actually saying. All right? I mean, Qatar paid for all this. Right. They lined the pockets of the FIFA president. They lined the pockets of the board members of that organization, and it's all corrupt. And they built that entire facility on the backs of immigrant migrant workers, slave wages, slave conditions. And this guy, you talk about hypocrite. This guy is crazy. And they're so corrupt. FIFA is so filthy and so corrupt. And they're trying to wag their finger at everybody else. And uh, here is the uh, president once again talking about social injustice. Today I feel uh, Qatari. Today I feel Arab. Today I feel African. Today I feel uh, gay. Today, I feel uh, a migrant worker. I mean, those last two especially got me shaking my head. Gays and migrant workers, two of the you know, most mistreated human beings on the planet there in Qatar. Well, you go to jail if you commit a homosexual act and they find out about it. Right. Uh, and like I said, I mean, the headline from NPR in February of 2021, 6,500 migrants have died building those facilities over there i don't want to hear it it just it makes me sick actually meanwhile here in the united states where a bunch of people for the most part who have never been out of the country talk about how oppressed we are here oh, all the they time they don't know the meaning of the word <laughs> right um on msnbc one of their hosts and again Maybe he's been to Qatar, maybe he hasn't. I don't know. But his concern is that when America is part of the hosting of the World Cup in 2026, that this country is going to face all types of criticism because of our abortion problems. No one is saying Qatar is perfect, but I'm urging us to be a little bit more nuanced in our critiques and resist simply parroting generic orient orientalist tropes. I huh? wonder if any of these American pundits grandstanding about human rights will call for the U.S. to be stripped of hosting the 2026 World Cup for the way elected leaders in this country and our judicial system in this country have rolled back reproductive rights or are trying to ban the word gay in public <laughs> schools or even ban books. <laughs> None of that is true. You can still get an abortion in this country. Right. The don't say gay bill is the parents' rights bill. Uh, and from the don't DeSantis. say gay bill yeah. was intentionally labeled that by the media to try to slander yeah. Ron DeSantis. No, please, there's no comparison here between Qatar and the United States. Zero. So a couple gay guys who were locked up at best or possibly beaten or worse compared to having an abortion in the United States. Yeah, those are the same, according to this MSNBC host. Redamdiculous. All right, when we come back... You know, I don't watch many movies. I know I'm that. Not a movie guy. Nope. But I did watch the Christmas Story sequel. Oh. I watched it over the weekend. I want to give you my thoughts on that movie. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I want to give you my thoughts on that movie and a debate that I had with my boys about the movie A Christmas Story. <laughs> That's coming up next.